It's a bit weird in these strange times, but it's the start of the Pro 14 season this weekend. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. We hear from Wales internationals at all four regions this week, as a new Pro 14 season kicks off this weekend, at the same time as last season's European competitions come to a finish. It's strange times all round for obvious reasons, but some familiarity in the contests ahead. We'll hear from Owen Watkin at the Ospreys, Josh Adams at the Blues and Rodri Williams at the Dragons about their approaches to these games and potentially the Wales internationals following. But first, Wales and Scarlet's lock Jake Ball, who is recovering from shoulder surgery during lockdown, but is back and raring to go. Yeah, look, I'm feeling really good. My repair done before the lockdown. That was interesting. So I did all my own rehab and stuff and had to think a little bit outside the box at times as well. Obviously, bags of rice and uh, a couple of other bits, um, just because obviously a lot of the exercises need to be quite low weight. So I was a little bit limited with some of the equipment and stuff. But yeah, it's been great to be back in and, and back playing. Rehab over Zoom and, and teams and stuff. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, a lot of stuff over Zoom. Yeah, it's all been very odd, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully starting to get back to some sort of normality now. Probably because of the way you play, Jake, your injuries are normally not minor, are they? In terms of you normally put yourself through the ringer. Can you just outline what you've done over the years to yourself? Yeah, look, I had a soft tissue repair on my left shoulder, which was just a, an impact. Come back from that, had obviously had the operation done. And then another impact collision on my left shoulder, which led to a latter J, which was against New Zealand in the stadium. And then my right shoulder was probably just a load of wear and tear, really. I'd, I'd said before going in that I had a, had a little bit of soreness on my AC joint. Typical for me, really. Just sort of plugged on and got on with it. And it's probably a bit of a ticking time bomb, really. It just enough was enough. And, and obviously then that uh, managed to make a good job of my uh, my right AC joint as well. Um, so, but luckily for that, it was it's a pretty straightforward repair. Um, obviously quite a common rugby injury as well. So I suppose uh, you pay a price sometimes for hitting things the way you do. And it's going to be a long old season after a little bit of a break, isn't it? It's going to be a really long season. You know, the international calendar as well, on top of the club season, it's, it's going to be a hell of a year. A lot of locks as well with Alan Wynn at the moment. Uh, so there's a lot of competition. Certainly ever since I was been involved, um, there's always been a hell of a lot of competition in that area, even more so to perform well. I guess, especially playing an international level, different players use the crowd and the atmosphere and the occasion in different ways. How are you dealing with that? And how do you think you're going to deal with that as the weeks go on? just this new normal of, of no one being there. You know, I'd be lying. It, it is odd, you know, when you run out and there's obviously no noise, no no cheering. But, you know, I suppose we're all professionals and, you know, you find your way of, uh, of motivating yourself and working around that. Just give us a bit about maybe how it's helped you, obviously coming back from injury, but maybe to rest the other parts of your body as well. You've got a long period where I suppose you're not getting bashed around as well. But then I suppose on the flip side of that, you lose a bit of body hardness which is why it's really important these locker games to take a few knocks and bumps and that um, very, very important for your body as well. It's a freshness for your mind as well. You know, certainly international game, there's a lot of pressure constantly. That takes its toll emotionally on you as well. So um, I think more so than actually your body, I think it was really good. It, you know, for me, it was, it was nice to spend as much time as I got to with my family. Three little ones with one on the way as well now. So, um, you know, it was, it was great. You know, I, I haven't got to spend that amount of time with them ever really because with the World Cup and everything that's been going on uh, I haven't really been at home a whole lot. Just wondering you're going into this international series in the back of a relatively small amount of games is there ever a ideal number of games before put you in the best condition for an international series? 
I think probably five full games would be ideal. I know down here at the Scarts, we've done a reasonable amount of contact, quite a lot of set-piece contact as well, which has been great. So trying to simulate, obviously, game situation. We obviously had one extra game as well there. So that's always the worry is that you're not, you know, you're not fully match fit. But um, I think certainly from a Scars point of view, I think the boys will be in a pretty good position. Now we've all had a break. I mean, what are some of your goals maybe long, longer term? You know, obviously 50 caps is probably the next big target for me. I suppose pushing on as well in the lock department, probably quite clear. There's a pool of world locks that are the very top tier of the game. I'm a big believer that a lot of those guys, it's, it's maybe one or two things a half um, that they do that's extra. I think that's, that's really probably a, a name for me is just producing, you know, on top of what I already do, you know, maybe one or two things in each half that really stand out really. And that's something for me to, you know, that I'm obviously geared towards a couple of things that maybe I haven't shown over the last couple of years. Do you think it's going to have to be a case of a lot of you guys, there may be a bit more change? I think so. I, th- I think um, playing games week in, week out, Certainly at that level, it's very tough for, you know, one player to go 80 minutes every game, you know, week in, week out. I think it's, that's a hell of a, lot of, hell of a lot of rugby. I think there's a quality there, quality there to be able to do it. It's just obviously, I suppose, there's a trust element from coaches as well in doing that. And lucky there is. Plenty of strength and depth in Welsh rugby these days. The Ospreys are away in Edinburgh, up and down in the day, but that's the sort of thing Centro Owen Watkins says they've got to get used to. I think it's obviously different normally you'd stay overnight in a hotel and so on, but um, I think it's a new norm and, and we've got to adapt to the situation and can't really make any excuses about if it's going to affect the performance. It's the way it is and we've got to deal with that, I think. You um, make an impact straight from the off this season and um, put your hand up for, for selection with the um, games in the autumn for Wales? Yeah, obviously I want to obviously do the best I can for the team, but... Um, my main focus is the Ospreys this weekend, obviously, so on, and I'm fortunate enough to get picked. And obviously, I'd be really pleased with that. But, um, yeah, obviously, if I inform to my best of my ability, then the team will, and obviously, be good results on the night. And it helps everyone on an individual basis as well. Then. Last year was, was a terrible season for us. It was obviously with the World Cup and injuries and stuff. It, it wasn't consistent all through, but I think obviously this year we've got new coaching staff, so everyone's on the same, same sort of page. and. Um, Obviously, with obviously last year the coronavirus came in and we didn't have finish off the season. But um, yeah, I sort of think we've got to put that behind us now. It's a fresh start, fresh coaching team. Everything's sort of fresh for us. So um, just exciting. I look forward to get out on the weekend. I asked Toby Booth, uh, Owen, you know, to pick out some young players to watch. And he mentioned you. We forget you're still very young, really, aren't you? Uh, how has it been the last year? Because obviously you had the, the injury at the end of the year after the World Cup. And how are you feeling now? Yeah, obviously for me last year after World Cup, I probably only had about three or four games, so I didn't really play much. But um, yeah, I think for any player to have that amount of time off with no contact, it, it is a blessing because all year round, you sort of get bumps and niggles. And that was a good time, obviously, to get everything right, your body sort of right. And for me, I'm feeling ready to go. Do you mean I'm looking forward to I feel by the fittest I've been? So I'm really looking forward to getting back out this weekend. You've played a lot of international rugby already, but what are the things that you personally want to try and step up in your game again? Um, I think, obviously, for the Ospreys, even though I'm still only 23, I think I've, got, I've been here a while, and obviously with I've had uh, 20-something Welsh caps now, I've, I've got a bit of experience under my belt. So I think, from an Ospreys perspective, it's my um, it's a chance for me to take leadership, I think, and be sort of one of them people that people come to to try and learn off and so on. And even though my game's not fully defined yet, I still have a lot to work on, but... It's been one of the people that people can come to and sort of take leadership in off the field and on it as well then. 
and you say it's not fully defined yet, what are the things that you're setting as your own personal targets? Um, I've had a lot of stops, starts with injuries and stuff, but hopefully this will be a year where we're done to have sort of nails, touch wood, and just keep performing and hopefully, hopefully put my hand up for the things to come then. Did the lockdown give you a chance to, to think about what you've achieved in the last 18 months or whatever? Because like Simon says, you, you are a young player, but you've also you know, won a Grand Slam, played in a quarterfinal of a World Cup. How have you reflected on that maybe when you've had a bit of time to stop and think? Yeah, you sort of like in the moment, you probably don't realise how special and big those sort of achievements are. But I don't think you can sort of hang your hat on it. That's obviously it's a good memory to have and something you're really proud of. But Obviously, every player wants to inspire us to achieve everything they can in rugby. I mean, you want to you want to be a British lion, you want to be a hundred Welsh cap international. But um, yeah, obviously, they, they're re- really good things, and I'm happy and proud of them. But I'm not satisfied with just that. Obviously, I want to kick on a bit in my career and sort of make a bigger name for myself. In the last year or so, from a Welsh perspective, I guess Hadley Parks has maybe been a, a big rival of yours. You know, he's since moved on. Uh, I don't see it as one less rival because obviously, obviously, always someone else come in chasing each other to be in that position but yeah I feel there's maybe a bit of an opening there for me possibly if if I'm performing well and coaches think I'm good enough but it's obviously just down to my Osprey's performance this week and hopefully next week then. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. The Blues are in Italy. Wing Josh Adams may be a try-scoring machine, but later he reveals who the fastest members of the Wales squad are. But first, what's it like being back after another break? I think I said after the Dragons game it would have been nice just to go continue the season on and play because uh, it'd been a while since obviously we'd had a game, but we had a little week off and, um, and we're back into it. And yeah, it's, it's a different but exciting season ahead and uh, we look forward to get going. And the schedule this season now, you've, you've had a break, but you've had a couple of games for Cardiff, you could be away for Wales six weeks, back for Cardiff, then back for Wales. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the schedule going forward? It's pretty full on, isn't it? This Autumn Nations Cup that's been put together, you know, with the warm-up away in France and then uh, the three pools finish the Six Nations against Scotland and then you play the equivalent of your other pool. There's, there's a lot of games to be played. There's going to have to be some rotation. There's, it's a hard slog going week on week on week, especially international rugby. So could be opportunities in there for some other players as well. So that'll be good. And um, it'll only strengthen our squad uh, moving forward. Six Nations were my last game in uh, February. I, you know, I thought I was having a good run of form until the injury. So, And then the, the two games that I just passed, you know, I felt I was getting some consistency and some rhythm back into my game and I just like to pick up from where I left off like I said and if I can build on that then you know hopefully I'll put myself in good uh, position to be selected for the autumn now. When the ball comes your way you don't miss many opportunities I think it's fair to say about your game what what is the sort of things that go through your mind when you can feel a a passage of play and you can sense an opportunity coming your way when you get your hands on that ball? (laughs) Score, (laughs) score. like it's sniffing out chances and being in the right place at the right time, you know, part of it is luck, but, you know, part of it as well is sort of understanding your style of play, how we're going to create opportunities and thinking probably two or three phases ahead of what's actually going on in front of you. Example, if you're in the 22 and, you know, as forwards do, usually batter away at the line, then you've always got to think about which way they're picking and going towards and what's the threat out wide there. So usually, you know, you, Picking and going in this in the 22, he's short in the defensive line. So it's always thinking about how can I influence their defence in the next two or three phases. Um, 
and yeah and also it's it's knowing the players around you it's working as well with knowing their skills their strengths Jared you know he's one of the best I've played they're taking the ball to the line you know he always attracts defenders so it's easy to pick holes inside and outside someone like him Ray as well with his strength and footwork at the, at the line fantastic and he always gets his hands free so it's being able to pick your opportunities well and, and work smart as well what we all want to do, Josh, is come to a Welsh training session yeah. and see the back three in a left of the field sprint. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure. How quick is the lad from Gloucester? Uh, Louis, yeah, Zamo, yeah, he's quick, isn't he, to be fair to him. He's a young whippet. He is quick, to be fair to him. In all credit to him, he's, uh, he's done fantastically well when he's had his opportunities. And I think it's brilliant that he's having a little bit of time at full-back as well, especially playing in the back three now, like you have to be versatile, you have to be able to cover 15 and, and wing as well. So to get the exposure, a full back frame will definitely be beneficial for him going forward. You didn't answer the question. Sorry. Who's the race? Okay, I'll be brutally honest with you. So can you list the names who are running in that okay. race? We've got, we got George, you, Louis, yeah. uh, Johnny McNichol, oh. Liam. Laney. Okay, it, it's, it'd be tight. It would be very tight. I wouldn't win. I'd put my money on someone like Johnny Mack or Louis. It'd be very tight between them two. I, you know, I'll my hand up and say them two uh, would definitely pit me. Yeah, definitely. Finally, the Dragons, who head to Leinster for their opener. Scrum half Rodri Williams is in the running for a Wales recall in these autumn internationals. So what does he make of their task in the opening game? First game of the season playing Leinster. They're going to be a wounded beast after their defeat. But we're going to have to go to there sometime in the year, so... We're just looking forward to the challenge. It's an ideal game to test ourselves against the best. And obviously this season we're in the Champions Cup we're playing against these top sides. So why not go to their first game of the season and challenge ourselves? As we start a new season so quickly after the last, how's the, uh, the team setting at its stall? What does success look like for this season? Or is it difficult because you don't know what this season's going to bring? It is very strange times, but we can only control what we can control. So we just concentrate on the on-field stuff. So obviously we want to build on last year. Make sure it's not just a one-off year and just keep building. Yes, we had a positive year last year, but that can be soon be forgotten if we have a poor season. So I'm not hiding away that as a region we're on a journey over a few years. But yeah, we need to step up now as a playing group and be a bit comfortable. Do you all feel comfortable as a group having to travel? Yeah, see, there is that element of the COVID, but... We were confident in our management side of things and how we're going to manage as a playing group. We've got to be very diligent with our social distancing and all the COVID restrictions. It is going to be very different when we go away, but we've got to manage ourselves. And yeah, I don't think there's that much fear in it because of the way it's all been handled and quite professional and such. How does um, travel look like for you this weekend? Is it uh, very different to what the trip was to Dublin last season, I suspect? We're obviously avoiding as much airport contact as possible. And then once we get to hotels, we've just got to be clever of being around the public spaces. I think we're limiting ourselves to hotel rooms and team rooms so we're not mixing with the public, things like that. And just trying to be as sensible as possible. We've just got to manage ourselves. Same as anyone, really. Everyone needs, needs to be sensible at these times and you know manage the COVID restrictions. I remember sitting, chatting to you at a Strudmanek when you so came back to the Dragons from Bristol and talking about the reasons. One of the big things was to try and put yourself back in the shop window with Wales, the selection policy. I mean, you've done that. 
mentioned very much in the in the running for a squad spot. How do you reflect on how it's gone and, and where you are now? You must be generally pretty pleased with your game. Obviously, you've had the break, but over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, I see. I think I spoke after the first season. I felt it was a bit of a roller coaster. It wasn't as consistent as I would have liked. But then there were some good games I was very happy with. Last season, I was a bit more consistent and felt like I really grew into the role with the Dragons and I was happy where my performances were. So hopefully I can just keep doing that. And there is a lot of talk with call-ups coming things like that. Obviously, there's Thomas being injured. But Does it seem a long time ago that you went over for that try against Scotland? Because it's six years now. What's it been like during that period? I mean, does it feel like a long time ago now? Yeah, it does. When you look back, it does feel like a long time. But it's professional rugby. It is a roller coaster. It's ups and downs. And obviously, I was disappointed. I haven't made a squad since, but obviously... I've loved my time over the bridge with Bristol. Come back and I'm loving my rugby now in Dragons. And obviously you've got to get performances right. And so I've got to keep working towards that. It must be weird when it happens that young for you as well, mustn't it? You know, getting back in there is, is a challenge now because there's, there's lots of good nines, I suppose, at the end of the day. Yeah, obviously we're very lucky in Wales. We've got strength and depth. And especially as nine, you could probably go six or seven that could be in the squad. There's youngsters coming through as well. So... That's professional rugby for you. You are going to have to take the, the disappointment of certain decisions, but you've got to get your own house in order. I suppose the biggest thing, you seem to be enjoying your rugby, and I guess that's more important than anything really, isn't it? No, 100%. I love my time in Dragons, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't you know, hoping for a call-up and working towards that, because it's a massive aim of mine. Normally this time of the season, you've come off the back of pre-season, you've got all the new players coming in, there's that fresh feel you You've had a few games and now you're starting the season. How do you adjust to that new season feel when it isn't a new season? Yes, it is very different. But I probably look at it quite positive that you could have had one pre-season game or even two pre-season games. You know, we've had two good knockouts with the derbies. A lot of players played those games, which was good to try different combinations. And then we've tried ourselves against one of the best teams in, well, in Europe at the moment with Bristol. And we can only get better off that. So, Jonathan, we're quite fortunate that we've had three good games going into the first game of the season. So good luck to all four regions this weekend in the new normal for professional rugby in Wales. Plenty of new rugby news next week, including the Wales squad for those autumn internationals in the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. But until then, goodbye and stay safe.